Welcome to episode two of season two of the Ed Newsstand podcast. If you're a new listener to the podcast, each week I review educational tips related to Google and Apple products or just general ed tech tips for your classroom as I present them in my weekly newsletter to teachers. Now, I would love to hear from you. Please share your thoughts about this podcast by contacting me on the show page on Anchor FM or by sending me a message on social media. You can reach me at Reynolds Troy on Twitter or at Ed Newsstand on Instagram. I've also developed a new app you can download for free by going to ednewsstand.glideapp.io and saving the website directly to your home screen. On this week's episode, we will go over a few new integration techniques between our student information system and Google Classroom and give you some snipping tools related to Windows and Apple products. Let's get to reviewing. Before we talk about the tools um, for snipping in Windows and Mac, I want to talk just briefly about some of the new updates that are, are available between Google Classroom and Synergy integration. So if you don't know what Synergy is, Synergy is uh, the student information system that we use in our district. It's um, managed by Region 1. There are a lot of districts here in Minnesota that do use it. If you want a deeper dive into Synergy and Google Classroom integration, you can check out my episode from last season on that specifically. But in this one, I just want to take a brief minute and talk about some of the updates that Synergy has done with their Google Classroom integration. The first one is with their um, general options. So after you click the G and the cogwheel and you get everything synced up, they have a new thing called the sync block phrase. So this phrase can be entered into the instruction field in Google Classroom, and this will prevent that assignment from syncing into your Synergy gradebook. If the sync block phrase is changed at a later date, you need to make sure that you update any other existing blocked assignments within Google Classroom before you click on the little G and sync with Google. If this is not done, then any previously blocked assignments from Google Classroom will sync with Synergy. So if you decided to make assignments in Classroom, they'll just all dump into Synergy into your gradebook and show up. The other um, change that came about in Synergy is with the, they created a little button on their assignments now and so you can turn off the Google Sync. You asked, there was kind of a convoluted way last year that you had to go about creating syncs and not syncs but right now it looks like in your Synergy gradebook there is a little toggle that you can turn off the Google Sync when you create your assignments in Synergy. So you can create them in Synergy or you can create them in Google Classroom. Um, I think they recommended here with Synergy that you create all assignments in the Synergy gradebook and decide to sync them or not sync them with Classroom instead of creating them in Classroom and having them sync backwards with Synergy. But again, if you want a deeper dive into Synergy and Google Classroom integration, you can check out the previous podcast that I did last season on that. Let's talk about some snipping tools. On September 30th, Apple will release iOS 13 on all iOS devices. Then in October, Apple will release Catalina on all of their Macintosh computer devices. So what I want to talk about now is I want to talk about capturing your screen. If you've updated your Mac computer to Mojave, then you can press Shift-Command-5 to take all types of screenshots or make video recordings of your screen. If you have anything less than Mojave, like High Sierra, Sierra El Capitan, then you can use Shift-Command-3 and Shift-Command-4 
to continue to take different screenshots of your screen. If you want to capture your entire screen and you have Mojave, you press Shift-Command-5 and then you click the first icon to capture the entire screen. Your pointer then changes to a camera. You can click anywhere on the screen to capture the screen of that display or you can click capture in the on-screen controls to capture the screen of every display. So let's say you are connected to an external display and you have two displays, you can capture both of those. After you've captured those, a thumbnail of the screenshot briefly appears in the corner of your screen, the same way you would take a screenshot on your uh, phone or your iPad, and then you can find those screenshots on your desktop. If you have not upgraded to Mojave and you press Shift-Command-3, that will capture the screen of every display and you can also then find that screenshot on your desktop. If you want to just capture a window, if you have Mojave, you press Shift-Command-5 to see the on-screen capture controls. Then you click the Capture Select Window, which is the second icon in your control panel. The pointer changes to a camera again. Click a window just to capture that window. And then again, the thumbnail in the corner. If you don't have Mojave, then you press Shift-Command-4. If you press the spacebar, the pointer changes to a camera and then you click a window to capture that window and again the screenshot is saved right to your desktop. If you want to capture a selected portion of your screen in Mojave, again shift command 5 and then you're going to choose the third option which is the dotted box. You drag to select an area of the screen to capture or move to grab an entire area that you want to capture. And then if you do not have Mojave, you press Shift-Command-4, and then you just drag a certain area. Remember, whole screen without Mojave, Shift-Command-4, press the spacebar, you get a camera. You want to just do a selected area, Shift-Command-4, and drag to capture that. A couple of other things related to screenshots. By default, screenshots are all saved with the name screenshot with a date and time.png. If at any point you want to cancel taking a screenshot, just press the escape key before clicking to capture. To store the screenshot on the clipboard instead of saving it, press and hold the control key. To store the screenshot in the clipboard instead of saving it, press and hold the control key while you click to capture. You can then paste the screenshot into a document or a message or another location that you would like to use. Using Universal Clipboard, you can even paste it into other Apple devices. You can open screenshots with Preview, Safari, or other apps that can edit or view images. Preview can export to a different format such as JPEG, PDF, or TIFF. Screenshot controls in Mac Mojave are also provided by the Screenshot app, which is in the Utilities folder of your Applications folder. The app replaces the Grab app from earlier versions of Mac OS. Now there are some apps such as DVD Player that might not let you take screenshots of their windows. So just know that if it's not working, that maybe that app doesn't allow you to take a screenshot. If you'd like to take a screen recording of your desktop, then you don't need necessarily any specific operating system on your Mac computer. What you need is you need QuickTime, which Mac comes with. To take a screen recording of your desktop, you open the QuickTime player from your applications folder, or if you've already dragged it to your toolbar, you can just open it there. Then up at the top, you choose File, choose New Screen Recording from the menu bar, and then the Screen Recording window opens. Now before you start your recording, you can click the arrow next to the Record button to change the recording settings. To record your voice or other audio with screen recording, choose a microphone. To monitor that audio during recording, you can adjust the volume slider, and if you get audio feedback, then of course lower the volume or use headphones with a microphone. 
And if you own an iPhone, the headphones that do come with your iPhone um, have a great microphone built into them. To start recording, click the red record circle and then take one of these actions. Click anywhere on the screen to begin recording the entire screen or you can drag to select an area to record. Then just click start recording. To stop recording, click the little stop button in the menu bar or you can press command control escape. After you stop recording, QuickTime Player automatically opens the recording. So with that, you can play, edit, or share the recording. If you plug your iPad directly into your Mac computer, you can use QuickTime to record the screen of your iPad as well. iPads do have a screen recording feature built into them, but if you want to use your QuickTime recorder, you can use your QuickTime recorder as well, um, or use that to put it up on your smart board, on your projector, um, whatever you want to do. So there are a lot of options for recording your screen. I mentioned earlier that if you have updated your Mac computer to Mojave, then you've lost the grab tool in the utilities folder. If you have anything prior to Mojave, uh, such as again, High Sierra, Sierra, El Capitan, then the grab tool is available for you in the utilities folder. If you click uh, in the utilities folder, the grab tool is a scissor that is hovering over the top of like a screen grab. If you open up the grab tool or move it down into your toolbar, you will see some options for using the grab tool. Um, your menus on top will say capture, window, and help. If you choose capture, you can choose from selection, window, screen, or timed screen. And there are keyboard shortcuts for all of those as well, or you can use your mouse. If you're uncomfortable using shift command four or shift command three, then the grab tool is a great tool for you to use when trying to do different grabs of your screen on a Mac computer. Again, that is the grab tool and is only available in versions of Mac OS prior to Mojave. Now let's take a look at the snipping tool in Windows. If you'd like to do a screen grab on a Windows machine, then you want to use the snipping tool. The easiest and fastest way to find the snipping tool um, on a Windows machine is just to kind of search for it in the search bar uh, along the bottom of your screen. Now, to use the snipping tool, you click on it, and it looks like uh, a scissors uh, with blue handles over a, the top of two red ovals. That's called the snipping tool, and if you just type in snipping tool, it will come up, and then I recommend saving it down to your toolbar so it's easy to access. When you use the snipping now, when you use the snipping tool or what their Windows is trying to introduce called the new snip and sketch, you can capture something from the screen, then the image is copied directly to your clipboard. You do not have the option. You do have the option to save the image instead of it just being on the clipboard, though, if you want. But the thing that I like about using the snipping tool on a Windows machine is that it does come up in a preview pane, but that preview pane is automatically um, saved to your clipboard where we talked about on a Mac you can choose for it to go to your clipboard but it automatically saves to your desktop so what I really like about that is you can see what you snipped and then if you want you can just automatically paste that right into whatever document you're working on if you're using working in Google Docs or you're working in Microsoft Word or PowerPoint um, or whatever it might be the snipping tool is great now in a future update, this is happening right now with the snipping tool, the snipping tool will be moved to a new home. You will try the new and improved, they're calling it, um, snip and sketch. 
If you want to try it now, you can. It is available if your Windows machine is on the latest um, Windows version, and they've been doing a lot of Windows updates here recently this fall. But you press the Windows logo key, Shift, and then S, and you will get these uh, new tools for the snipping tool. So the snipping tool, the old one has uh, a new snip at the top. You can choose your mode, whether you want to do just an area or the whole screen or whatever you want to do. You can do a delay, you can cancel, and then there's some other options in the snipping tool. Now the new snip and sketch um, has an area. They have like a lasso one. You can grab multiple displays or you can also do the delay. As you can see, the grab tool and the snipping tool very, very similar just kind of different ways that they go about it and different processes but ultimately very very similar tools and very very easy to use thanks for listening this week i encourage you to take a deeper dive into the resources that i have about the grab tool and the snipping tool that are in my newsletter also linked is a little article if you want to find all of the keyboard shortcuts that are included, especially on the Mac side of things. But I would encourage you to check out all of those resources that are there and check out any resources from past newsletters all on my website. I hope that you found these tools beneficial and um, you can already think of a million different ways to incorporate them into your lessons and into your educational life. Tune in next week when we will look at some of the new updates that Google has put into their G Suite. Until next time. Thank you.